The Trumpet Daily Program begins right now. Today's world news, what it means, where it's taking us. I bring you the one and only possible message of world peace. This is a message of hope, tremendous hope. And he said unto me, you must prophesy again. The Trumpet Daily Program begins right now. Though Trump has had more controversies than I can count, Biden had one too, a booby trap that could have brought down his entire campaign, his son, Hunter. For sure, there are some awkward truths about Hunter, from his drug problems to his business dealings around the world. Team Trump then wrapped these with layers of conspiracy theories and lies. This is Hunter Biden's laptop. And when you look at the photograph section, it's disgusting and it includes a large number of underage girls. Money tied to human trafficking and prostitution rings in the other one. That's another big one. The Chinese money. Joe Biden is compromised 100%. In politics, a conspiracy theory doesn't have to be true to have legs. Think birtherism or Pizzagate. As the attacks from Trump intensified, Biden was again faced with a hard choice. He could fight back. Trump's nepotism and corruption were fat targets. And sometimes in politics, you have to get down in the mud with your opponent. But Trump is an Olympic-level street fighter. So what did Biden do? He hugged Hunter. Hunter got thrown out of the military. He was thrown out, dishonorably discharged. That's not true. For he wasn't cocaine use. And he didn't have a job until you became vice president. And he didn't have a job. My son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people we know at home, had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's, he's, he's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. Biden leaned into his fatherly image, which played to his strengths. A smart political move. But Biden also got lucky because Trump had overplayed his hand. The conspiracy theories were just too crazy. And he even got impeached for his sketchy efforts. Biden won this battle precisely by not engaging with the nuttiness. Will you Who shut is up, man? Listen. He won because of this because he didn't embrace the nuttiness. That's from your friends at the New York Times in February of 2021. And of course, if you fast forward a year, you know that the New York Times quietly admitted that Hunter Biden's laptop was in fact real, that it had been authenticated. How about that? You're listening to Stephen Flurry, and this is the Trumpet Daily. We appreciate you joining our growing audience. You can get to the live video stream of this show at our very own website. That would be thetrumpet.com. Just go to thetrumpet.com forward slash live. Takes you to the live stream page. We come to you live every weekday morning at 11 a.m. here in the central time zone of the United States. You can get to the podcast that we post after the fact also at our website or have them downloaded to your device. So there's the New York Times less than two years ago calling the, uh, the Hunter laptop a booby trap, saying that it was, it was basically the nuttiness that, that Joe Biden avoided. And this is how he won. This is how he won. And then they come forward, as I say, quietly, you know, paragraph 25, way deep down into the article, and admit what everyone knew was true, including the deep state, including the DOJ. They've had, as of this month, they've had Hunter's laptop for three years. Three years. No indictments yet, nothing that we know of. 
No, no, uh, no prosecutions. Three years they've had this. You saw Don Jr. there in that little montage that the New York Times played saying that he was, he was compromised. He is compromised. We have a, a, a sitting president of the United States. He's illegitimate, but he's in the White House, and he's been compromised by the communist Chinese, among others. What a scandal. Listen to Maria Bartiromo from her show yesterday. This is an exchange with Mike Pompeo, clip seven. We and I have talked about this, Maria. The Chinese Communist Party today is here. It's in America. It's inside the gates. We have to confront it, and we have to protect the American people from the threat it presents. Well, I mean, I recognize that the direction should come from the top, uh, Joe Biden, but he's compromised. We all know that now. So maybe corporations need to understand this issue better. Do they not understand the threat that is communist China? Is it only money that's important to these guys? It looks like it is. Money and power, of course. But there she is saying, uh, you know, we know he's compromised. She said that yesterday. I just heard it. I was sitting on my couch. I heard it in passing. And uh, as I told my wife, this is, uh, you know, this is the new normal. You just accept the fact that, of course, she's been speaking out. You have to give her some credit for exposing this fraud. But he's compromised, clearly. Don Jr. was right. He's compromised. And the laptop proves it. This is the New York Times following the reveal, the big Twitter files. Elon Musk started releasing those on Friday, uh, Friday evening, I think a few on Saturday, with the help of uh, Matt uh, Taibbi. I'll come to him in just a second. But here's these, these revelations showing that when the Democrat sends in the request, hey, here's another, here's some more misinformation you need to be aware of. I mean, the Twitter police, they reacted quickly. Within hours in several cases. Yeah, yeah, taken care of. Uh, here's a list of some uh, misinformation, says the top Democrat. And then uh, the Twitter employee responding back. It's been taken care of. They're, they're totally in bed with each other. So it reveals the censorship of free, of free speech. And, it, and it's basically at the head of that spear is the feds. We'll get to that in just a second with Miranda Devine's uh, article from yesterday. But this is how the, the Times, the New York Times, they produced that little video, that NPR-style video. They produced that in, in, in 2021, saying that, you know, it was a booby trap. And, and Biden was wise to stay out of the nuttiness, you know, the conspiracy theories. It's, it's another Pizzagate. And so this is how he won. Think of it. This is how he won. Just think of the premise for a moment. Here's how the New York Times is approaching the story of the Twitter files. The central role of Mr. Taibbi, a polarizing figure in journalism circles, set off its own uproar. That's right. And they all tweeted in unison, those that would even comment on the story. Of course, quite a few talking heads in the legacy media. They wouldn't even talk about it. At least not until they sort of got the talking points sorted out. But initially, it was, you got to go after Taibbi because he's carrying water for Elon Musk. Taibbi's left wing, by the way, but he's just one of the few liberals who is still honest, at least in, in many respects. It says here, once a major voice of the political left, Mr. Taibbi rose to prominence by presenting himself as an unencumbered truth teller. 
This is the New York Times with more sanctimonious preaching, just like in that video you saw at the top. He is perhaps best known for labeling Goldman Sachs a vampire squid in an article that galvanized public outrage toward Wall Street. Talks about how he, well, I'll just read it. It says, but his commentary about former pre President Donald Trump diverged from the views of many Democrats. For, for instance, he was skeptical of claims of collusion between Russia and Mr. Trump's campaign. Imagine that. He was skeptical. And of course, now we know there was no collusion. The collusion is being exposed, isn't it? The collusion between the deep state and the media, between the deep state and China and Russia and Ukraine. The list goes on and on. Just look at the laptop. A few people did in October of 2020, and they were quickly, quickly censored. Says here, skeptics of Mr. Taibbi seized on what appeared to be an orchestrated disclosure. Imagine volunteering to do online PR work for the world's richest man, said one guy at MSNBC. So here, here the truth, this is all. The truth is exposed. You've got some of the internal communications. You've got even Twitter employees responding to the censorship of the Biden laptop saying internally, I, I can't believe we're doing this. Uh, we better have a pretty good excuse to do it because it's probably going to be looked into later. And so that all of that is exposed. You have talking heads in the media who are outraged that the truth is getting out, that we're seeing these communications. They want it covered up. This is your media, the free and fair media, we like to say. They're all part of the cover-up. They're all part of the steal. That's the, other, that's the other angle that's connected with all of these revelations is that they stole the election. And pretty soon, even Fox News is going to have to come around and, and get into that subject. So Friday, as I say, he releases these Twitter files. He relies on a couple of left-wing journalists, Taibbi and uh, the other gal, Barry Weiss. I think that's a gal. Hopefully it is. <laughs> but two left-wing journalists who are going to help disseminate this information. And right away, when they start releasing it, you see just how, how trigger-happy they were to cover up the Biden crime family's scandals. They, they just did it instantly. Why? How? Kaylee McEnany, she was the White House spokesperson for uh, Donald Trump. She had her account suspended immediately for, uh, for sending up a, a link to the, the New York Post article. And, of course, the Post was, its, uh, its uh, website, or rather its Twitter feed, was suspended for two weeks back in October of 2020, just a few weeks leading up to the election steal. This was, this was part of rigging the election. There's so many components to it. The mules, the machines, the, the big tech cover-up, the, the federal, the deep state, the, the DOJ and the FBI directing this, this operation, this, this cover-up. And then, of course, you have, you have uh, the Biden crime family out front saying it's, it's just a lie. Uh, 51 intelligence uh, officers have signed an affidavit saying that it's, just, it's classic Russian disinformation. Here's how the Biden people and their friends, their allies in the media, here's what they were saying about the laptop just two years ago in the lead up to the, the election steal, clip one. 
This whole uh, smear on Joe Biden uh, comes from the Kremlin. Uh, that's been clear for well over a year now. There are these issues with the Bidens that are absolutely invented, imagined. A series of lies peddled them by Rudy Giuliani. Who had Last week, Giuliani and former Trump official Steve Bannon provided the New York Post with unverified emails. Every major national, international, and local News operations looked into it and said it's a lie. Operation looks right out of the Kremlin playbook. The FBI, we know, is investigating whether they are or are not tied to Russian dis disinformation. A Kremlin-constructed anti-Biden propaganda campaign. Fifty high-level intelligence agents, people who have worked in the intelligence agencies, came out and said um, that this is most likely Russian propaganda. Uh, there is no controversy about overseer dealing it's, it's a flat lie because for me or to me these are distractions i mean the american people don't want to hear these smears against my family the his buddy rudy giuliani he's being used as a russian pawn he's being fed information that is russian that is not true there he is uh, during the debate joe biden just staring into the camera looking looking into the eyes of America and flat out lying. And they all knew it. They all knew they were lying. All of the intelligence officers that lined up and said, hey, this is, uh, this is Russian disinformation. And Donald Trump in the, the debates, are you, he's like, are you serious? You're, you're seriously going back to Russia on this? On the Hunter Biden laptop? They, they seriously did. And then these Twitter files exposing again the collusion between big tech or or big media social media and the deep state and how fast they did it these requests coming from prominent democrats more to review from the biden team sam and i when we were talking about it yesterday we were just struck by the the language even and how how casual it was it wasn't like Look, uh, it's true. I'm from the DNC, I, and we're, we're making an appeal here, or we'd like you to at least look into this to see if it violates such and such. It, no, it was just, hey, here's a few more. And then the response coming back just hours later, handled, we handled it, don't worry about it. This was going on behind the scenes. And, and Elon Musk is now exposing it, and hopefully there's more to come. We want to see some of the connections be directly between Twitter people and the feds, because you know they're there. We've already gotten some evidence of that just in other areas. This is Miranda Devine from yesterday. It says, the FBI warned Twitter during weekly meetings before the 2020 election. Weekly meetings with Twitter. The FBI having... Why? Why would the FBI actually want to control information? As it's released to the public, the public? Yep, that's, that's what she's getting at here. It says here, weekly meetings before the 2020 election to expect hack and leak operations by state actors involving Hunter Biden and likely in October. So here come the Fed. Keep in mind, the Fed's had the laptop since December of 2019. Then in the lead up to the election, in the lead up to October of 2020, the election was in November, but the feds were telling Twitter there's most likely going to be an attack, misinformation. Uh, it's going to happen in October, and it's probably going to revolve around Hunter Biden. How could they know? How could they know? 
that this was going to be revealed or exposed because they had the laptop. They were trying to cover it up. And how did they know that some other people were getting that information? Well, you have the laptop technician guy in Delaware, and then you've got Rudy Giuliani. He got a copy, and it started the New York Post, et cetera, et cetera. They knew. They knew it was coming out. That right there tells you there was some more spying going on. Probably still is a lot of that going on. This is the deep state for sure. How could they know? They went to Twitter and they said, Twitter, be ready. There's going to be a disinformation campaign in October about Hunter Biden. Listen to Miranda Devine on with uh, Steve Bannon. I think this might be earlier today, clip eight. Well, I think what Elon Musk failed to deliver was the crucial bit about the censorship, which was that it was pre-ordered by the FBI. At the, that point um, in the weeks before the 2020 election, uh, the FBI was uh, meeting with these big tech companies, with Google, Apple, Twitter um, and Facebook on a weekly basis, and it was uh, talking to them about disinformation. Now, so um, I guess the, the most um, illuminating is a sworn declaration by Yol Roth, who's the recently resigned, uh, he's not too happy with Elon Musk. Uh, he was the head of site integrity for Twitter at the time. And he has since said it was a mistake for Twitter to censor the New York Post. But he has said in this sworn declaration that in one of those weekly meetings that they were having before the 2020 election with the FBI, the FBI told him to expect a um, what they call a hack and leak operation by state actors, meaning Russia, of disinformation that would be probably in October and probably would involve President or then candidate Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden was mentioned. And that is why on the morning of October 14, 2020, when we at the New York Post published that first story by Emma Jo Morris about Hunter Biden's laptop, which incriminated Joe Biden in his family's influence peddling scheme, Facebook and Twitter immediately, within a couple of hours, managed to censor, suppress that story. Twitter locked the New York Post's account for the next two weeks. It was an enormous decision for them to do that. And they only did it because they had been seeded already with this information by the FBI. She's completely right. It happened within hours because the feds had prepared them for that action. The feds said, basically, as soon as you see Hunter Biden, as soon as you see a, a story slandering Hunter Biden, or exposing would be a better word, exposing Hunter Biden, it really exposes the Biden crime family. 10% for the big guy? Could this really happen in the United States? I mean, leave aside all the pornography and the, the, the human sex trafficking and everything else, but lining your pockets with money from the communist state of China and making sure that either Senator Biden or Vice President Biden gets 10%? Now he's the president. Now he occupies the White House. These are extraordinary revelations of corruption at the very highest levels of the United States. 
It says, this is her article, the extraordinary revelation for the first time lays bare how the FBI was involved in pre-bunking the story of the laptop. The FBI was involved. They pre-ordered the censorship. And that's why Twitter and Facebook were there, ready, ready and willing to cancel, to blot out, to censor within hours, within hours of that story hitting the airwaves. This is, uh, again, Miranda Devine from earlier today, clip nine. But the reason they walked into Twitter to have the meeting and to drop the dime exactly what was going to happen is they were looking at our emails at the time that we were doing the due diligence in the work to make sure that we could go to the New York Post and say, hey, we verified this, we've checked it, you guys do your own due diligence checking. The FBI, instead of investigating, because they had the laptop from December of 2019, instead of investigating the Bidens and understanding it was a national security crisis because of the Chinese Communist Party's involvement with this crime family, instead of doing that, they were a Praetorian Guard. They were coming after the good guys, Rudy Giuliani, Bob Costello, Bernie Carrick, Steve Bannon, and to go into Twitter and lay out, oh, by the way, you're probably going to see a, uh, you know, a Russian disinformation campaign that's going to do with Hunter. They laid the whole thing out to the Twitter executives. Did they not, Miranda Devine? They did, because they knew what was coming. They had access to Rudy's emails from John Paul MacIsaac in August. They had access to my messages with Rudy in October. They knew exactly when the New York Post was publishing and what we had. And so uh, they went to Twitter and Facebook urgently before our story came out and seeded enough specific details so that it was crystal clear to those social media platforms the instant they saw our story come up that they had to censor it, that was what the FBI had been warning them about. You see how Donald Trump was right all along about the swamp? They knew. They knew the story was coming. They were spying on these journalists. And Twitter and Facebook very, very quickly submitted to their demands. They're all compromised, in other words. They're all compromised. And Donald Trump comes along and he exposes it. He, have, he vows to drain the swamp. He didn't quite do that. Not yet. But he vows to drain the swamp because they're all sellouts. They're all compromised. You go back to that debate in, uh, in 2020, the one in October, where Donald Trump listened to this exchange. It's not even an exchange. It's, it's Donald Trump trying to, trying to reveal the truth about the Hunter Biden laptop. And over and again, the moderator just keeps interrupting him, keeps stopping, because they know. They, they all got the memo. We've got to censor this story. Just don't let him talk about it. Here's a clip from 2020, October 2020, clip two. You censored. We have to give 10% to the big men. Joe, what's that all about? It's terrible. All right, gentlemen, I want to ask you both some questions. I, I guarantee you if I spent one million on you, Joe, I could find plenty wrong. Because right. the kind of things that you've done and the kind of monies that your family has taken, I mean, your brother made money in Iraq. Let me Millions of dollars. Your other brother made a fortune. And it's all through you, Joe. And they say you get some of it. And you do live very well. You have houses all over the place. You live very well. <laughs> all right, gentlemen, let me just ask oh, some questions. About as soon as he became vice president, Barisma, not the best look, not the best reputation in the world. I hear they paid him 183000 a month. Listen to this. 
183, and they gave him a $3 million upfront payment. All right. And he had no I, energy I'm going to let the vice president That's respond to that quickly, and then dishonest. I need to get to a question to you. Very he is the vice president of the United States, and his son, his brother, and his other brother are getting rich. They're like a vacuum cleaner. They're sucking okay, up President money every Trump, place Thank you. Goes. We do need Not to true. move on. Respond, if and then we're going to have follow-up stuff is question. true about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq, if this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they're calling you a corrupt politician. Nobody's President calling President Trump, the I want to on the issue of race. We're talking about the, the issue. From President Trump, Nobody. we're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. You mean the laptop is now no. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what. Is this that's where you're exactly going? what. This is going. where he's going. The laptop that, right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding! Here Mr. we go President, again with Russia. We're going to continue boy, on the boy. issue of race. The radical leftists—they all live in a bubble, don't they? You see how excited. Joe Biden got there toward the end when he said, that's what 50 intelligence officers said. They've signed the affidavit. They said it's Russian disinformation. They're all corrupt. They're all compromised. Donald Trump, when responding to the Twitter files Friday evening, he sent out a message saying, so with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception, in working closely with big tech companies, the DNC and the Democrat Party, do you throw do you throw presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner, or do you have a new election? He posted this on Truth Social. He said, "A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution." Our great founder. Our great founder did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. So he talks about the termination of, basically he's saying that this is an act of war. And so these, these regulations, rules, whatever needs to be terminated or set aside, suspended, so that we can fix this, this sickness, so that we can correct this, this gross violation of the Constitution. And, of course, the talking heads pick up on that and say, He's, he wants to destroy the Constitution. Trump! Ms. Trump, Trump, the private citizen in Mar-a-Lago, in Florida, sending out a message. Here they're being exposed. They're just up to their eyeballs in evil and corruption and compromise. And they've got to make it about Trump. The, the, people, the people shredding the Constitution to install an illegitimate, senile man in the White House, they're now saying they're pro-Constitution. Now they're really, they're really fervent supporters of the Constitution of the United States. I had one, uh, e one critic email me, you better bring up this Fox story. Look at what Donald Trump is doing. Donald Trump? Really? All of these Twitter files, this revelation from Miranda Devine, suddenly they're the defenders of the Constitution. This is Fox News saying, President Biden's White House says former President Donald Trump deserves to be universally condemned for arguing that parts of the U.S. Constitution should be terminated. Here's Fox News. The, the Biden White House has responded. Um, they're outraged about what? 
a tweet, a tw- or rather whatever they call it on Truth Social, a tweet from Donald Trump. Surprise, surprise. Here the truth is being exposed about their communist insurrection. And in detail, and you're seeing who all is connected to it. Fox News says Trump made the statement in response to the release of the Twitter files on Friday, a trove of documents detailing Twitter's communications on censorship. censorship. Trump argued the files showed evidence of fraud and deception. They've got that in quotes in the 2020 election and went went on to argue parts of the Constitution should be terminated to address it. This is Fox News. And then later on, what do they say about the election, the steal? Trump has failed for years to provide evidence to support his claims of fraud in the 2020 election. Well, what can you call covering up that laptop for three years? Well, I guess, I guess the Times did quietly admit back in March that, that it was Hunter's laptop. But, but, but let that go. Go back to October of 2020. Listen to those montages again that we just played for you. And ask yourself, how is this anything but fraud? Of course it's fraud. It, it was fraudulent through and through. And he's the only one standing up for the truth. He was trying to get out the truth, even though the moderator would not let him continue his line of thinking, his his line of reasoning. She had to keep interrupting. Got to get back to race. Got to talk about race. Wait a second. There's a laptop exposing the entire Biden family as a crime family, as as like a a mafia family compromised by China, uh, Iraq, uh, Russia, Ukraine on the take. As, as Donald Trump correctly pointed out, the son never, ever even had a real job until he started going to work for his dad to rake in millions, selling influence, giving access to Joe Biden and who knows how many policies running right through Congress. And the Bidens getting millions and millions and millions in return. Here's the truth. Biggest scandal in U.S. political history. Perhaps the biggest scandal in the history of the United States. And of course, we can't leave Barack Obama out of this. He's the puppet master. He's working behind the scenes. He pulled off the steel. He's the one who set up the deep state the way that he did. He's the one that weaponized all those agencies. Following 9-11, the agencies that were supposed to be propped up so that we could save ourselves or protect ourselves from enemies abroad. Obama gets in in 2009 and he turns those agencies against America. And Miranda Devine has revealed that it was the feds orchestrating the cover-up. The cover-up of the laptop. This is hopefully what's about to be investigated further in the House of Representatives now that they finally, they finally have a majority. Listen to, uh, to James Comer. He's going to head up one of these investigative committees. He's from the House. I think he comes from Kentucky. He was on with Maria just yesterday, clip three. I've been saying for uh, uh, years now that this is a Joe Biden story. This mm-hmm. is not a Hunter Biden story because right. what they were selling was access to Joe, right. whether he was a sitting senator or whether he was the vice president. How long has this been going on? And, and what did Joe Biden do? Was he just making believe he knew nothing about it but, but putting Hunter on, on Air Force One right. or Air Force Two when he was vice president to go visit Chinese officials? It's more than Air Force Two. Joe Biden met with every person that he earlier said he never met. 
Uh, we have pictures. We have emails to prove it. Uh, Joe Biden was actively involved. What the Biden family was doing was selling access to Joe Biden. That's the family business. You, when people say, what, what, do they, what were they involved in? They didn't manufacture anything. They didn't sell anything. Uh, they don't own any property. They were influence peddling. So it's very concerning when you look at who they were influence peddling with. They were influence peddling with our adversaries in Russia, Ukraine, and most concerning, China. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It is Russia, Ukraine, China. This is their family business. Selling access to Joe. And again, Barack Hussein Obama, he works from behind the scenes. He works from the basement. Just as he, just as he explained in vivid detail with the funny man. Yeah, I kind of like the idea of being in the basement, pushing all the buttons, controlling, because I, I really like the work. I really like the work of being president. And what's his mission? He vowed to fundamentally transform the United States of America. He's shredding the Constitution, and yet, and yet Joe Scarborough now sees Donald Trump as the one who's shredding the Constitution. The, the, the man who's not even in office, who has no power at the moment. He will soon. He's coming back. This is from America Under Attack. It says, Barack Obama wanted to fundamentally transform the nation because he disagreed with its founding principles. He believed that the Constitution was created by rich white people for rich white people and that whites have been stealing from everyone else. He was deeply sympathetic to an ideology that directly, even violently, opposes America's constitutional government, communism. Yeah, he hung out with the Marxist professors. He wrote that, or at least his ghostwriter did. It's in his autobiography. He, he, Frank Marshall Davis, his mentor, uh, a devout communist. It's, it's not like it's even being carried out, this attack, in secret anymore. It's just right out in the open. Selling access to Joe. Raking in the millions from Ukraine, from Russia, from, uh, from China. America Under Attack, it says, I've been, I've been warning about Mr. Obama and his anti-American ambitions since before he became president. During his presidency, I explained that he was an Antiochus type who sought the destruction of our constitutional republic. He's destroying the Constitution. It's all discussed in this book, America Under Attack. Our 800 number, if you don't have a copy yet, most of you do, I know. But if you don't, the 800 number, 1-866-930-3024. My father goes back and talks about the, the recent history leading up to the first version of America Under Attack. It came out in 2013. Of course, we were warning America, anyone who would listen back in 2008, 2009, about these dangerous roots of Barack Hussein Obama. It says here, this was the main theme of my much smaller 2013 booklet, America Under Attack. When Mr. Obama left the White House in January 2017, some said this was a failed prophecy. He was no longer president and it appeared he had little influence on American politics, especially as his successor tried to undo much of his work. But as you will read in this book, speaking of the new, the new and expanded version, the truth is that this Antiochus never left the political scene. See, over and again, you're just seeing this, this constant war between Barack Obama, the Antiochus type, and then uh, Donald Trump, the Jeroboam type. 
It says here, and he, will, he has never stopped trying to undermine America. Speaking of Obama, Barack Obama came as an angel of light, and millions of Americans believed and still believe him. I mean, they could just look right into your eyes and lie. That's not true. Fifty intelligence agents have said it's misinformation. It's from Russia. You've got to be kidding, said Trump. You're using the Russia excuse again? Listen to James Comer again with Maria yesterday, clip four. This is an investigation of Joe Biden because we believe that the family's influence peddling is a national security risk. And when you look at national security and you look at the evidence on the laptop, energy policy is national security. And the most concerning part of the business deals, so to say, so to speak, that the Biden family was involved in, was trying to help China get their foot in the door on the American energy industry. So part of what the, the deal was that Joe Biden was gonna be involved in was trying to help China purchase drillers in the natural gas industry. You know, people are outraged over China buying farmland in the Dakotas. Think about China buying into our American energy industry at the help of the Biden family. And then you look at all these crazy policies coming out of the Biden administration with respect to energy policy that are affecting every American in a negative way. And yeah. you think maybe he is compromised. That's a, a House representative, a, a congressman. Maybe he is compromised. Are we actually hearing this in the United States right now? Do we actually have traitors? People guilty of treason? People empowering communist states? Even as they attack America from within? Even as they destroy the constitutional republic? It's happening. It sure is. America is under attack. It says here the 2000, well, let me just play one more clip from James Comer, clip five. You look at uh, Hunter Biden's personal secretary, uh, worked for the CCP prior to working for, for Hunter Biden. This is how China gets their foot in the door with respect to their spy ring. I'm afraid China has their foot in the door in many different ways within our federal government right now, including in the Biden family. A hunter assistant working for the CCP before then working for the Biden family? Before that, Maria talked about an FBI agent whose family comes from China. And you know about the congressman that was literally in bed with the Chinese spy? They, their foot is definitely in the door. The communist takeover of the United States is nearly complete. The, the booklet we have, he was right. There's a chapter in there, as you know, from Herbert Armstrong that's titled The Communist Infiltration of the United States or America was prophesied. It was prophesied. And there's so many blockbuster quotes in that article from 1956, even before that. Mr. Armstrong was warning about it. He was warning about it regarding these Twitter files. That, that, that expose this, this incestuous relationship between the social media giants and the federal government, the deep state. Listen to what one commentator had to say about these latest revelations. This is clip six. 
I don't see this as a win for Republicans that this is coming out. I don't see this as a win for us that we are now getting something. I see this as a, a loss for America. And those people that should be the most outraged are Democrats. The Democrats that went to the polls and voted for Biden and voted for him thinking that he was going to do something or that he was some, another option because mm -hmm. they were so frustrated what was happening with President Trump. At the end of it all, I think we have to see this for what it is. This is an assault on this country. This cyber insurrection is what I'm calling it. Is, is an assault on this country, and it's borderline treason if you think about what the executives did at Twitter. Borderline treason, an assault on this country. America is under attack. She calls it a, a cyber insurrection. I think I might use that now. A cyber insurrection. We hear a lot about insurrection. Where are the real insurrectionists? In America under attack, my father says, the 2020 election was hacked and it reduced America's entire electoral system to shambles. And it's, and it's all because of the radical left's unrestrained assault. It's the same word she used. Assault on America's democratic institutions and traditions, including the Constitution and the rule of law. I think my father uses the word Constitution or constitutional law, it, it appears dozens and dozens of times in this book. It's being attacked. It's being shredded. And so to hear these, these communist insurrectionists rush to the microphone saying that Donald Trump's destroying the Constitution, we've got to uphold the Constitution. I mean, that's rich. Thousands of people and institutions were directly and indirectly involved. Virtually all of America's top media organizations and personalities were complicit, as well as the powerful tech companies and many of the nation's top politicians. See, they're all compromised. They're all compromised. This is right out of America Under Attack. I'm just giving you a quote from the book. It says, this vast network of lies, corruption, and lawlessness all points back to one man. Who could that be? Barack Hussein Obama. It, it all goes back to the original source, the Antiochus, the one who, who vowed to fundamentally transform the United States of America. He's doing it. He's still at work. It says, as we will see, the, this epic scandal would not have taken place if not for Obama's leadership of the Democratic Party and the radical left. And there's proof that he was not only aware of the plot to pervert the 2020 election, but he was directly or indirectly leading those pulling the strings. It says many have referred to this as a rolling coup, an ongoing insurgence against the, uh, the American constitutional government, and they are right. You see how you know, Donald Trump sends out the one message on Truth Social? That's what they try to run with to cover up their lawlessness. That guy right there, James Comer, I mean, he's a pretty sharp guy. He's leading up some, some much-needed, long-overdue investigations. But, I mean, he was quick to respond to Donald Trump's lunch meeting with Kanye West. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's, that's disqualifying, said Mitch McConnell. All of these Republicans, do you think they could have gotten away with this, the communist left, if, if the Republican Party right across the board had some fight in them? If the Republican Party had some real courageous fighters, do you think they would have gotten away with all of this? Twitter, Facebook, the deep state, the, the Hunter Biden laptop scandal, covering it up, Russia disinformation, the, the, Russia, the, the Russia collusion hoax, all of this, the impeachment proceedings. 
You just heard Donald Trump in that, in that debate getting interrupted right and left, yes. But everything he was saying was true. And you heard at the top of the show the New York Times acknowledging that, that not going there, you know, not going to the laptop story, that's how they won the election. That's just another way of admitting indirectly that we won the election because we covered up the scandal. We covered up the laptop. And then they were hard at work with the ballot harvesting, all of the machine malfunctions. Look at what happened in Arizona just a few weeks ago. Katie Hobbs, she, she's actually in the position as the Secretary of State. She controls the elections. And you have all of those, those mix-ups, foul play, whatever it was with the machines, the tabulators. She's responsible for that. And then she supposedly wins. Lots of cheating went on, of course. Suppression of the vote at the very least. And she's pressuring these, these, these election officials in, uh, what was it, Cochise, I believe it was, and another, Mojave County. She's pressuring those. She's saying, if you don't certify, you're going to be guilty of a felony. She's threatening election officials. There's a lawsuit going on at the moment. Missouri versus Biden. I don't know too much about the, the case itself. But over the weekend, together with the Twitter files, you have this revelation, this email coming from Katie Hobbs, uh, again, directed at Twitter, to basically telling them to censor. It's from January, earlier this year, January 7, 2021. She emails this nonprofit group. I guess it wasn't directly to Twitter. She goes through the, the nonprofit group, Center for Internet Security. I'm just concerned about the internet security, says Katie Hobbs. Another, another crooked politician. We've seen so many of them. She sends this out on January 7th, 3.26 p.m. It took, uh, it looks like the profit company um, was the one that was the front group. So anyway, this nonprofit forwards the email to Twitter at 3.44 p.m., like 20 minutes later. And it says here, please see this report below from the Arizona Secretary of State office. This is a government official. This is the Secretary of State in Arizona. And then the Twitter staff replies at 3.53, within minutes, just a few minutes. And Twitter is there. Hey, we're here to help. What do you need? What does the good secretary of state in Arizona need? Twitter says, we'll escalate this request. In other words, we're going to put this on as a top priority. And then later that night, it says, both tweets have been removed from the service. She wanted some tweets deleted. Katie Hobbs. A government official, that's right. A government official in the United States of America censoring tweets. Twitter did it, of course, but it was because she said it. She wanted it done. It's kind of like Michelle Obama calling up the, the big tech officials after the fake insurrection and saying, you got to ban Donald Trump. And they responded, How, what, wasn't it January the 8th? It was within a couple of days of the fake insurrection. That's how much power this Antiochus spirit has at the moment. So a lot of it's being exposed at the moment, too, thanks to Elon Musk, thanks to Donald Trump. But here she is. It's astonishing just how fast these big tech officials respond within hours. 
Christina Bob, she tweeted out, Katie Hobbs's office contacts Twitter to have posts removed. So the Democrat candidate who ran the Arizona election, censored her political opponents, disrupted election day votes, and then threatened counties with prosecution if they didn't declare her the winner. She's the one that's currently trying to steal the election. She knows. She knows she didn't win. She knows the fix. The fix was in from the beginning. That's why she never campaigned. That's why she would never debate Carrie Lake. She's just hoping to wait out the clock and run away with a victory that's actually a steal, just like Joe Biden, just like Joe Obama. As I said earlier, this is what, this is what they're going to have to eventually come around to. Amid all of this corruption, this lawlessness, they're going to have to come around to the election steal. This is the, the subject. I, I, I'm, a, I'm stunned at how many tweets I see from conservatives following the truth social comment from Donald Trump who say they, they see all the corruption, but they will not go to election fraud. Think, think this through, just from a common sense standpoint. They would do all of, these, all of these things that Katie Hobbs is doing, threatening people, threatening to put them in prison, telling Twitter to censor these comments from opponents, messing everything up on election day, to put it nicely. And, and then to say they don't cheat, they would never harvest ballots illegally. They're corrupt through and through, sicknesses from head to toe. That's what the Bible says. Read through Isaiah 1. As I say, a lot of this blame has to fall on the shoulders of Republicans, the Republican Party that's just been so weak. They're kind of like Ehud Olmert, who said years ago, in the midst of conflict between Israel and Hamas, Israel and and uh, Lebanon or Hezbollah, he said, we're just tired. We're tired of fighting. Listen to this Republican on uh, Fox News last night, his endorsement of, who is it, Kevin McCarthy in the House. This is clip 10. So who will be the next Speaker of the House? Who are these Republican House members who will not support their nominee? What do they want? Why didn't they run themselves? Are they really willing to risk a Democrat speaker? That's what all the rhinos are out there saying. That if you get behind Matt Gates and look for somebody other than Kevin McCarthy, he's the good establishment Republican. He's the good rhino Republican. But if you listen to some of these dissenting voices in the Republican Party, well, then the Democrats might get a Democrat to control the House again. Hakeem Jeffries. They won't fight. They won't. They will not get fresh new leaders who will go back and look at this obvious fraud. If you're going to have these investigative committees looking into Hunter Biden's laptop, investigating Joe Biden, well, you better investigate the election as well, because that's all part of this story. And it was never investigated. It was never looked into. About 100 congressmen and women were prepared to do that on January 6th. But then the feds, the feds incited an insurrection. And everyone got distracted. Everyone took their eye on the ball, off the ball. Four hours later, four hours after a little disturbance, 
Then they just rubber stamp it on through, led by Mike Pence. He's another rhino Republican, just like Trey Gowdy there, just like Kevin McCarthy. There's a lot of them. America Under Attack, it says, consider it. The radicals control everything, education, the news media, entertainment, social media, spy agencies, and now much of the federal government. You can protect lawless rioters and steal an election. At the same time, they block your free speech from saying that the election was stolen. That's spot on. If you don't have a copy yet, I'll give you the 800 number again, one 930 3024 My father writes, they impeached President Trump even after he left the White House in an attempt to block him from ever holding office again. Meanwhile, they're rewarding people at the very center of the corruption, like Peter Strzok, with high-paying jobs. That's the way things work in the swamp. They have the power and the control. How can you win against that? How can you win if they rig the election itself? Further on, he says, look at how leftists are now using their power in the media, technology companies, and social media to silence anyone who disagrees with them. They are clamping down on free speech and trampling the supreme law of the land. As I say, they're shredding the Constitution. They're cracking down on free speech. That's unconstitutional. It's, it's, not, it's not Donald Trump who's carrying out all of these unconstitutional acts. It's these people. It's so obvious. It's being exposed. And that's why they're screaming. That's why they're screaming when you're just seeing evidence of how things transpire. The, the media, they don't want that because it exposes them. But it's, it's worse than just media bias. This is government corruption, sickness, disease from the top on down. It says our forefathers had to die to secure our freedom of speech and freedom of religion. What kind of people are we dealing with, my father asks. Those who are now in charge stole the election. They stole the election. Those criminals are fighting against the living God. You can be sure God will not let that stand. God's warning message is going to get out there. God will not let them blot out his, this work nor our message because we have a, a job to do. See, that's 2 Kings 14, 26 through 28. Read it. God's not going to let them get away with it. There is a way out of this, and only God, only God can deliver us in this time, this time of bitter, bitter affliction. You're listening to Stephen Flurry, and this is The Trumpet Daily. If you'd like to email the show, you can write us td at thetrumpet.com. We thank you for joining us on today's show. We'll see you tomorrow.